Hello, scholars. Hello. You paused like you were saying hello to me, but well, I mean, because you opened your mouth like you wanted to talk over me, I was like just you have smiling. Lies. No, no I was you... smiling because I'm so accustomed to hearing you. I I hear the opening to earplay in my head every time I hear see you hit the record button, and so it's uh, it's always a treat to remember like, oh right, hello scholars. Yes, hello. We scholars. have a podcast now. We've been doing this for thirty odd episodes, and it's still <laughs> exciting to hear it begin. I mean, we could say sexy scholars. Sexy motherfucking scholars. No, we don't need to blend them. I just yeah, you'd have to I'm pay so me residuals. To your All right, you'd have to pay me. <laughs> it's my catchphrase. I mean, so technically, I've paid my own self. You do pay your own self, yes. Okay, I, that's fine. <laughs> that's rewarding in so many different levels for show. It's being your own boss. It is. I actually do like being my own boss, but let me tell you, it's stressful. I believe it. I'm not. Hmm. It's like as one of the two bosses on this program. <laughs> yes, I believe you. <laughs> yes. You know, a little little side note here, scholars. Your girl's going crazy in quarantine. Well, you have a lot of work to do in quarantine. A lot of work. I have a lot of work to do in quarantine, too, because oh we're about to we're gonna, going into pre-production on the first episode. Now the storyboards are done. <laughs> Jesus, we got so much stuff for you guys. It, it's not even funny. It is. It's not even funny. So get ready. Get it, ready. Uh, so to be fair, it will be pretty funny. I've seen the storyboards. Uh, no, the storyboards are <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> I like wish that we could post them, but then again, it does. It's not going to do the project justice. It won't. It's maybe maybe after, after the fact. Yeah, after I was going to say we'll share the storyboards. Yeah, the the sport. I can't. You know, say much because I can't draw for shit. All right, we don't need to drag my Photoshop skills through nobody's, the mud. <laughs> nobody's dragging you. Nobody's dragging you. I just said I can't draw for shit. So what you came up with was perfect. Because if it was me, it'd be some motherfucking like stick figures. My brother asked me. It was like my brother asked <laughs> me like, "What are you working on?" And I sent him a photo of just. A, a storyboard that was a medium close-up of just a vulva. And he's oh, like, he, he just sees it and goes, well then. Hey, some people don't even know what a vulva is. I That's why we're doing this show. That is why. All right, tonight we're going to talk about something very, very cool. very Something that's like near and dear to my heart because like I am part of this community. But we're going to talk about a little thing called bi-invisibility. An unfortunate thing called by invisibility. Yes. And I call it a little thing because, I mean, it is a little thing. It's a little thing that turned into a big thing. And now it's like, where are all the bisexuals? We're here. We're standing. But it seems like we, we get lost in this. We're here. We're queer. We're unseen. We're unseen. We are unseen. It's like anytime someone confronts me personally on my bisexuality, they always ask, like, okay, if you're bi... Then why are you just with a man? I was like, I'm with women. I'm bi and poly. Mm -hmm. I have no shame in that. Yeah. It's just, again, there are certain limitations that the sir can be seen more than some of the females. Well, and not just that, but also like um, poly enables bisexuality to be more visible. But monogamous couples who are uh, or monogamous individuals who are bisexual you can't see both sides of their bisexuality when they're in a relationship no um unless there was someone gender fluid yeah in which case yeah if they were way gender to think outside the box that is definitely one that i always like as i've gotten older i was like you know what that that works mm -hmm. i get it yeah and i've seen it and i love it but um as a bisexual when i got into my first relationship it was monogamous with a lesbian mm -hmm. And my sexuality was always one of the many fights that we got into it. Um, you know, she did the questioning, like, am I not enough? Like, I thought the strap would, you know, suffice. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm bisexual. I can't help that. You know, if I see a guy, I'm going to look. Mm -hmm. You get mad if I even look and acknowledge a chick's, like, beauty. So... You're suppressing me. Right. Yeah. And there's a, there's a, I mean, it's not just, I mean, that's, that's a problem bigger than just bisexual invisibility and, yeah. and what, uh, inhibiting or prohibiting your partner's ability, like 
freedom to just look at people is its own problem. But the suggestion that because someone is in a monogamous relationship that they're not allowed to be attracted to another gender as well. Yeah, and there's always like, I mean, everybody throws out their little bi myths. Um, such as? Let's go through a list. I have to say there is a list that we found that was quite interesting because I was like nodding at a lot of these when it came to um, being bi and the myths surrounding it. But first, let's get this down to a T. Okay, so bisexuality. Let's explain it for the folks that don't seem to understand the terminology. It's the capacity for emotional, romantic, and or physical attraction to one or more gender. Okay, a bisexual orientation speaks to the potential, but not requirement of involvement with one, uh, more than one sex or gender. Very good, valid point. Because mm-hmm. I know plenty of monogamous people who are bisexual um, in all reigns. I'm talking lesbian couples, gay couples, mm-hmm. straight couples, like male female couples who have either a bisexual man or a bisexual woman in their life and they're monogamous, but they acknowledge the sexuality. Well, yeah. And one of the reasons that we're speaking that bi invisibility has become a problem, if you just like even take out the the cultural suppression of uh, of bisexuals is the visibility and or the 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 visibility, the invisibility that comes from assumption. Right. When a couple is, when you see two women in a relationship, you assume that they're lesbians. When you see two men in a relationship, you assume that they're gay. And when you see a man and a woman in a relationship, you assume that they're straight. Usually, not everybody, but usually those are the assumptions made because people aren't going around wearing banners. They're not going around wearing signs that say, hey, I also like this. No one, you, bisexuality isn't something that you can see mm-hmm. in the same, in a general pairing of individuals. I mean, you can, see, I would, I will interject and say you can see it in a sense of depending upon who the person is. Um, go on. What I mean is that unless that person physically comes out to you. Or is out on their social media. Of course. They're wearing the vibe flag in some way or form. Right. You know, yes, we can see it. But I will. I do understand what you're saying, though. Society as a whole yeah. seems to have erased bisexuality from history. Yeah. And part of. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say the perfect example. Mm-hmm. Stonewall. Yes, I was about. To, yes. Good. OK, so we all know that there's the Ackerman the acronym of LGBTQ. And then we have the plus now Mm -hmm. um, that came later on. But can anyone out there tell me who is the B in bisexuality when it came to the Stonewall riots? Can I cheat and look at my paper? You may. You definitely may. I have, I have y'all. We did some heavy research on this one. I have a report like we did some research. I have a, a report from the San Francisco Human Rights Commission. Okay. We studied up. I'm not going to find it. For, for the sake, yes, for the sake of time, Brenda Howard um, organized the one month anniversary rally to honor the Stonewall uprising. She was a bisexual woman um, and organized a march in celebration that turned into New York's annual pride and inspired countless other pride celebrations along around the world. So. We always hear, you know, about the story of Stonewall and we hear, you know, the representation that was there. We see, you know, the Stonewall riots and who was involved. But we never and we hear about Marsha P. Johnson. Whenever we hear about pride, we put Marsha P. Johnson and Marsha P. Johnson was what we call the godmother she is the godmother of pride she is one of the founding members of the pride celebration along with brenda but i will say until we did this homework i myself did not know about brenda howard i didn't even know that you know there was a bisexual there was bisexual uh representation in the making of pride 
I honestly thought it was just Marsha P. Johnson and the rest of the gay community of New York that got together and said, hey, this is not right. We need our rights. We're going to fight for this. And in honor, we're going to have this. So I thought that was pretty fucking dope. Yeah, it is. I want to point out also, according to the research um, and general knowledge, um, the Stonewall Uprising was also led like by by a large a uh, number of transsexuals and or trans transgender and drag queens as well mm-hmm. of color yes people forget that too it wasn't just a bunch of white people that said we're gonna do pride and no offense to white people i'm just saying <laughs> this is like i love white people i'm in a relationship with a white person we talked about our interracial relationship last week so i'm just yeah. giving that disclaimer out sapphire said some shit that was racist I no i did not I I think they're. I think they get it. If they okay. don't get it, they can just go listen to last week's episode. Yeah, just go to last week's episode. I'm not racist. It's all good. So, but here's the thing too, and I thought that was very interesting. So, um, you know, people in this one article they were talking about some of the famous bisexuals in history. Um, I will have to argue that Freddie Mercury did not technically come out of the closet as bisexual until he was on his deathbed. That's still coming out, though. Yes, but people were saying like, oh, Freddie was loud and proud before. He he was, and then he wasn't. He did not, he did never denied his sexuality, but he never confirmed his sexuality until he was affected, infected with AIDS, and when he came out, he died the next day. Okay, so musical, uh, musical figures are not my strong suit. And Please. I didn't see Bohemian Rhapsody yet. I'm sorry, everyone. Shame. It's on my list. Shame. But Freddie Mercury was known. F- Are you saying that Freddie Mercury was known for being a gay man and didn't come out as bi? Or he was known no. for being with men and never made a single comment That's about the it? thing. People around him knew mm-hmm. what he was. But he never made a public comment. But he never it. made a public comment. So okay. people made their assumptions because they're like, okay, here's this guy. Right. You know, he's so he didn't m- necessarily live out and proudly but he did live the lifestyle regardless. Put it this way there were subtle hints okay there were subtle hints just like with elton john there were subtle hints elton john like is still alive yes elton john <laughs> is still is, alive is he married to a man now he is married to a okay. man now but i'm talking about in his earlier stages which you can right. also see in rocket man does sexuality really wasn't addressed with elton does elton john um claim to be bisexual or is he, he claimed to be gay? I think he just claims to be gay. Okay, I thought so. Yes. I just want to confirm. But I'm just saying it's very interesting when people start talking about celebrities and mm-hmm. their their um sexuality and their sexual orientation like And honestly like but even then like now conf- I know that that list Oh right, I was looking, I'm looking at the list now. Um a lot of the folks that are like are known as being or sorry, a lot of folks that the bisexual community claim, they're only claiming nowadays retrospectively because we have lived in such a, a dichotomizing culture. I don't know if that can be used as a verb, but I'm going to. Where like you get placed in one or the other, hetero or heterosexual or homosexual. And because of that, people who were known to be with both genders... It is assumed that if they were, it is often assumed that they were gay if they had any relationships with people of the same gender. Still and still prevalent to this day. Yeah, and I'm, then you just assume, people have largely just assumed or declared that they were pretending to be straight and that they were actually gay, rather than rather than assume what the evidence says, which is that they were bisexual. Perfect example: Anne Heche and Ellen DeGeneres. When they got together for a little stint, oh, people were speculating that I forgot about that. Yeah, people were speculating that that was a whole publicity stunt. Mm-hmm. You know, how can Anne Hayes like just go from Ellen and all of a sudden she's marrying a guy mm-hmm. like two, three years down the road and she's like, "I am bisexual." Right. It's we do exist. Exactly. You know, I know I have good friends of mine who like their sexuality doesn't get discussed a lot, but. When it does come up, like the uh, a friend of mine dated guys all throughout high school, dated uh, men after college, got married to a man, has a beautiful baby. And everyone, largely people assume that she is straight and she dated a woman in her college years. And every like it gets glossed over largely to my knowledge because people just assume she's straight. And or but a lot of times when that happens, people assume like. 
people make all these jokes about like the old college try. Oh God. And like, that's not an assumption you can make. Maybe it's like, sure. Someone can be trying something out in college, but a lot of times that isn't like bisexuality is described is defined by the potential to have a romantic relationship with either gender. And it's not like an on and or off switch. Genders. Yeah, or all genders. It's not an on and off stri- switch, people. Like, I hate when people ask me, how can you be in a relationship with a guy, but you say that you like women? Well, key word, I date women and I date a man. Mm-hmm. Um, he's cracking his knuckles. It's a habit. And I don't like to cut this out of the audio. You can leave the knuckle cracking in. I am going to leave it <laughs> in, but I'm going to tell you to stop. All right. I'm acknowledging why you said sorry on the mic. So anyways, as I was saying, people are let, like always ask me, they're like, okay, so you're bisexual, but we only see you with Benjamin. And I said, that's not the case. There is, there are two other women that I am romantically linked with and we are all happy in our own little relationship pods. That also like, sorry, did I cut you off? Yes, but that's okay. That's okay. Okay. I was just commenting like, the assumption that because you are dating me publicly um, indicates that you are straight weirdly like ignores or sweeps under the rug all of the years that you've been on radio discussing the women that you've been with. And that's the thing, too. Unless if people listen to it, unless if people really listen, mm-hmm. read my social media. Right. Like, you guys, I still... I say that I'm bisexual or I say that, you know, I'm poly mm-hmm. because at the same time, I also think that I'm more lesbian. And Ben knows this, too. I'm more attracted to women than I am to men. Mm-hmm. It, says, it takes a very special breed of man. OK, and don't get me wrong. Benji Benjamin is a good looking man. But if he didn't have everything else inside of him, I would not be fucking with him. Like, uh, uh, period. I'd be back in pussy town, like in a heartbeat. <laughs> like, <laughs> there are other aspects of this man that I love and adore and I'm attracted to. And it, it, the penis is a bonus for me in my sexuality. The penis is a bonus, just like the pussy is a bonus. But, um, when I'm, what am I getting at? With my bisexuality, it's like I'm attracted to what the person, um, is internally first not what I see externally. So mm-hmm. I, it's not the gender per se that turns me on more. It's more of the person. Right. And then if it's just so happens to be a girl or a guy, well, fuck it. Right. And honestly, that's a lot of times we're like bisexual. Uh, again, you got to define like bisexuality as an orientation isn't defined by your actions as much as it is by the potential. Right. So you can be bisexual and demisexual at the same time. Explain to them what demisexuality so is. Demisexuality is, or demisexual is defined as, and again, these aren't clear cut things. Like it's ambiguous and it's a reason we call it identity and orientation. It's because it's a, it's a subjective thing, which is why you can't tell people that they're not something Oh my God. Um, like this is a sort of thing where it's like a, it's a person's perspective and you can't tell someone how they look at the world. Um, but specifically, um, help me get back on track. Oh, demisexual. Demisexual. Demisexual is defined as, um, being, is generally defined as being attracted to someone's identity before they become physically attracted to you. Mm-hmm. Like you look like a lot of people look at someone and like that guy's hot. That girl's gorgeous. But generally demisexual is defined as I mean you can obviously physical appreciation for a human form aside, but actual sexual attraction when you're demisexual, the sexual attraction doesn't occur until you know the person and they, their personality, their identity is attractive to you. Then the physical sexuality attractiveness comes after the fact. It's kind of like being sapiosexual too. Yeah. Look at all demi, these things. Demisexual and sapiosexual like have a lot of like crossover. Yeah. And sapiosexual is more like mental. Yeah. It's mind. Yeah, Fucking it's, my mind. It's generally defined as like attracted to like mental acuity and and personality exactly um but going back um 
yes, it seems like the bisexuals in history, throughout history, um, have been erased. And I don't understand why. I don't understand why um, in the LGBTQ plus community there is such a rift when it comes to dating a bisexual. It's like everybody wants the fantasy of a bisexual, but do they want to mm-hmm. get into the relationship with a, a, bi, a bi person? Fuck no. I have a question from I your might experiences have an answer. in the queer community. I might have an answer. Obvi- it, it is very... Um, uh, fantasized and publicly fantasized about the how hot it is to be with a bi girl when you are a straight man. Mm-hmm. But you comment, you just said the fantasy. Everyone has the fantasy of being with a bisexual person. Do you see the same fantasies applying to uh, people who identify as gay? Um, I I can't speak for the gay community. I know that. Yeah, not not necessarily speaking for, but just in your conversations with people. When I when I have talked to you know my gay guy and girl like gay guys, because mm-hmm. I'm going to classify it as the gay guys and the lesbian women. Sure, sure. Um, my gay guy friends, I don't think we're ever like fetishized for being gay, like fantasized about or, sure, or fetishized but did they for. Fetishized bisexual men. No, in okay. fact. Here's the thing. And I was talking about it on Earplay last week Mm -hmm. with um, adult star Wolf Hudson. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he was saying the discrimination, especially for bisexuals, is very, very strong in the LGBTQ community. I've seen that. There are gay men that will not fuck with a a, a bisexual. There are lesbians that are absolutely not fucking with bisexual women. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like the bis have... It's like some segregation shit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a, a red flag. I remember when I would hang out with my friends who were very prominent in the lesbian community. And, you know, they would let me in, but they would always joke like, oh, so wh- who are you taking home tonight, Saf? Like, oh, what's it going to be? Can you make up your fucking mind already? Because we're ready to roll. Like, See... Mm. I was again to reference the the article again this uh, or this report by the um, San Francisco Human Rights Commission. I was reading through and the dis- uh, their reports and their research on that exact sort of thing. This stigma for bisexual or the stigma against bisexual people in gay communities and a lot of a, a lard a lard of it. Um, Crisco, uh, we had we discussed that in season one of your play. <laughs> um, sorry guys, uh, a lot of the stigma comes from how people in the queer communities define allies. And it's there, there has been such a history of oppression and prejudice coming from straight people towards the gay communities that if you don't identify as entirely gay, you are seen as not actually being an ally and you're seen as being on the side of the straights. Well, yeah, you're seen as, Oh, well they're, they're gay today and straight tomorrow. Like I've heard that all the time, which is, which in, in that sort of idea, again, kind of imply like that, that suppresses the publicity and the awareness of bisexual people. Well, people walk around thinking that we're just confused as hell and we don't know what the fuck we want. No, we know what the fuck we want. And sometimes it's just we want both on the menu. I'm going to shout out as a fan. There's a fantastic episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine that addresses that. Oh, my God. I'm just saying it's a good it's a I don't see a lot of people tackling bisexual discussions. I I see bisexual characters, but I don't see people just tackling bisexual discussions in in like mainstream half of the time when I see half of the time when I see bisexuality being represented in pop culture Mm -hmm. they always seem to go back to one (laughs) it's never they accept the person being bisexual Ah. it's like I've always seen if it was involving a woman who was bisexual she ended up with a guy the only time I really will say that I saw like bisexuality and kind of understood it Mm -hmm. was during the L word little do people remember but in the very, 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 very first episode, I mean, we're introduced to Jenny, um, who moves in next door to Bet, and um, oh my God, I can't think of the other character's name. But anyways, Jenny moves in with her boyfriend next door to a bunch of lesbians, she gets off seeing 
one of my favorite characters of all time, Shane, eating some pussy out of the pool and she starts touching herself. And she even like said, like, I am bisexual, but I'm actually straight. And that was like one time where I was like, holy fuck, they're nailing this to a T. But like someone... How so? Because she, you just said that she said, I am bisexual, but I'm straight. That because, doesn't feel like nailing it to a T. No, they did nail it to a T because of the way that they acted it out when she was confronted about her sexuality. Oh. She didn't realize she was bisexual and then she turned lesbian. Um, she didn't really acknowledge that. And she was lo- get, like getting into her sexuality, her peak of sexuality during the first season. No, I have a question because I haven't seen the show great show does she swear off men and say that she's no longer attracted to them uh no her man caught her with a woman and left her no no you said that she becomes oh, lesbian she does become lesbian does she, um does she state that she's no longer attracted to men i think she did but if she did it was like so far into the season because i want to say not to knock the l word i'm just yeah. saying from a uh, from a non-viewer's perspective, yes, that sounds like bisexual suppression. It is. That sounds like having a character who could have been bisexual, and instead you have decided to write her becoming a lesbian instead of admitting that she's bisexual. And I mean, again, again, I'm not going to pretend like people don't realize that they're not bi and or realize that they're not straight and become lesbians. Obviously, yes. they do. But from a presence in media, now I, I have two different examples uh, that are in contrast to the L word. Okay. Um, First off, again, I'm not going to spoil it because Sapphire hasn't watched all of it yet. Um, But again, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, the character, as far as we've seen You can ruin it because it's going to probably be a while that I ever finish that show. That's so good. Um, uh, The character of Rosa Diaz comes out as bisexual and it is... Fuck yes, I knew it. It's so good. And it's good, but it's also good because like it's, it's not a throwaway comment in one episode. It's over a season, it, the subject keeps coming up because she... it has to be addressed with her parents. Oh. It has to be addressed in her relationships. Okay. Um, oh, she dates two people at the same time on the no, show? No, like s- subsequent relationships. See, that's what not I want Not everyone's s- poly. No, not everyone's poly, but here's the thing too, and this is what I kind of get mad at Hollywood for. Oh, I'm... We never tackle bisexuality in the right way. Like for me, I always grew up knowing that I was always attracted to women, Mm -hmm. but I also was attracted to boys. And I always said in order for me to ever become, get into a relationship, I would need to be in a relationship where I can like freely have a girlfriend and have a boyfriend. That is a polyamorous specific take on bisexuality though. True. Which does, go ahead. But then also as you know, as I was talking to other friends, you know, as I'm exploring my sexuality it was like, okay, well, maybe I would get into a relationship with one person and they just allow me to, once in a while, let loose and, and swing the other way. Sure, if, an open, yeah, an open yeah, dynamic, things like that. Yeah, certain levels of open dynamics. But I even feel like having these open relationships, especially if you're open, but you're also monogamous, it there's always some ugliness mm-hmm. with it. Now we're going, I, I wanted to get, to, I wanted to point out my other example because yes. it was like, to, well, first off, sorry guys, we, we like doing these shows with, uh, with an order and, and like a, a, a loose agenda, but we do kind of like handle things conversationally. And I will say, this is the example we should have started with before we, uh, before we got to the L word. Cause growing up, this was my first exposure to a bisexual character in television. And it's a terrible example. It's House. Wasn't, what's her name by? Olivia Wilde's character. Yes. Yeah, Olivia Wilde's character, who I only remember as being called 13. Yes. Um, she had a crippling illness that, in, that caused her to go out, get super high, and fuck with a bunch of girls, and then come to work the next day looking a wreck, because that was like... Apparently, the only way we can show a character being bisexual on, I was going to say on Fox, but that's not entirely fair. Other networks do it, too. It's funny because um, as I'm reliving the OC, Mm -hmm. she also played a bisexual. Oh, she on the OC? On the OC. um, And she had like a lesbian kind of affair with Marissa Cooper on the show. But there was a perfect example and it went way over my head in high school. 
Olivia Wilde, um, you know, kind of like shows off her her wild by side. There's one a part of the episode where Seth, the confused like teenage comic book nerd, mm-hmm. is trying to figure out is Alex her character Olivia Wilde's character is she bi is she straight what the hell is she? Mm-hmm. what the hell is she and so he's like confronting her and she's like I like what I like and she goes and she kisses one dude mm-hmm. and then she goes and kisses another chick and then just to prove the point just to prove the point uh, but that they were all sleeping together oh god it, so got it, then got <laughs> cut to the next scene it's the next morning and out comes Olivia Wilde and three four other people Men and women. Interesting. I wonder if I, I genuinely wonder, and this is a conversation for another day, mm-hmm. but I wonder if Olivia Wilde plays characters like that because she identifies in such a manner of like open sexuality and bisexuality. Well, yeah, I, I would I or, wonder. Or I wonder if she has gotten typecast by network television. Could be a problem of Either both. one. I'm curious. But um, the reason I, I wanted to address the house one is because you never see her date a woman to my not to my memory. Um, y'all can comment if we're, if I'm mistaken on that. Um, but you never see her date a woman. She has relationships with the men in the show, but she takes her time to act recklessly and get freaky with women on the show only as this, like only basically as like a media stunt for the TV show. And then she goes back to being straight, which is the type of bisexuality. I feel like we are most often subjected to in television, which again leads to the bi invisibility because the idea that women are only, or that anybody, but mostly women are bisexual only for the sake of sensationalism, and then go back to being straight is a type of invisibility that we have been subjected to throughout. Like, well, at the very least, like the history of media, because media has been so censored. Oh, majorly. Like I remember when we could never see any gay imagery on TV and then Ellen comes out on her show mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's like oh we got to start giving giving gay people some lives we got to write some lives for gay people when you say lives you mean like actual roles or do you mean like bit parts bit parts mm-hmm. because that, that was a lot you know the gay people for a long time in television were just kind of like the comic relief mm-hmm. you know come and go and that's it but then over the years we started seeing shows that are i remember there was a lot of stigma around sex in the city yeah, Sex and the City didn't have any lesbians. It didn't have any bisexuals. But they had the one gay guy who's kind of like the butt of a lot of jokes. Yes, yeah. and the fact that Kim Cattrall's character went gay for like a weekend. So again, by invisibility. Very by like invisibility. Used for sensationalism and then left and then dropped off because it's in, no longer a publicity stunt. In fact, I think she was even questioned at the table. It's so funny because Kim is like me. Um, like in real life? I I, if I'm I asking because I don't know. Oh, if you were to pick out the Sex in the City women, I would be Kim Cattrall. Oh, you mean like one of those like Sex and City horoscopes where it's yes. like, which character are you? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like Kim Cattrall in real life. Oh, like no. it's like you. I was no. like, I don't know how. No, Tell no, me. No no, 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 no. When I watched that show, and I remember, I think when she did have her little lesbian fun, she was like, so this is make me bi now or gay? And you know, then they continued their tryst. Yeah. But it was just kind of like over the years when we watch television still, I mean, I have yet to see a good show that represents myself to the fullest. Sure. I have not seen a show that shows bisexual women or men living life yeah, and, and battling. And honestly, like there's a there's a tricky part in that because represent this is and this is an, another good example why representation is so important. When you only have one, like, again, I'm trying to brainstorm here. And to my mind, out of shows that I have seen, the only instance I can come up with with a bisexual character who it was a part of her identity and not or his and not thrown out as a random whatever outside of D&D. Hell yeah, D&D shows um, are is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And so you're going to have a lot of by people who maybe aren't like Rosa Diaz, who don't really identify with Rosa Diaz as a person, but because she's the only character they're going to see, they're going to identify with her because she's the only bisexual character they actually like, are, who's actually like living that life yeah. on a show. And this is where representation becomes important because the more characters you have, the more opportunities there are. Comic books do this a lot, guys. 
especially like more like more recent comic books people throw a fuss because of all like the queer characters and all the minority characters that are showing up in comic books now and it's and people throw a fit, A, because they're little bitches. If you have a problem with diversity in comics, you need to get the fuck off your high horse and go out in the world. But B, because uh, the reason this is important is because like not everyone who's not white is going to identify with Sam Wilson, the Falcon. Just because you're not white doesn't mean you're going to identify with a black man. If you are a Muslim woman, you're going to identify with Kamala Khan. You're not going to identify with Sam Wilson. So Sam Wilson is a great instance of a diversity, but you're still only going to identify with him if you are a black man. You're not going to identify with him if you are uh, any of the multitude of non-white people. So when people go off in a fuss and like, oh, all these like, what's the term um, when you throw a character uh, in for like just for diversity's sake? Typecasting? Not exactly the word I'm looking for. Forced diversity? Is that the word? Yeah, I think it's forced diversity. A lot of people in television, like a lot of like critics get pissy, especially like uber white ones about like forced diversity in television, in film, in comic books. And what you don't realize is like the like people like, why are there all these queer characters? A, yes, because there are queer people in the real world and you have to accept that. But like when people are like, why are all these why are there all these queer characters? Because you're not going to because not every queer person is going to identify with your one queer character on one TV show. Well, I will say also is that the media now it's just like everything else right now. There's always like an agenda. And I feel like there's just like they're pushing out the wrong message. Like, yes, we are calling for more visibility on so many different levels in media. But it's how y'all do it. It's just like. Okay, not every show has to have a gay character. Yeah, if it's still, if it's ham-handed, it's still badly done. I yes. mean, granted, like there's a lot of things. It's noticeable because ham because badly handling queer characters is new. Yes, Whereas- I mean, I would I will say this, and as much as you hate the show, I love it for this reason: Black Lightning. On the CW, I, you, uh, that's not fair. I don't watch Black Lightning. Well, yes, I say okay. I don't like it because I have a low opinion of many CW shows. I'm not a big fan of the CW superhero shows. That's a personal that, opinion. It has nothing to do with. But beyond that, I'm talking about the representation right now. <laughs> sure, it was nice, and I was just like, I remember when I saw it, the first image, I was like, "Fuck yes, I'm on board with this." The fact that one of their main characters, two of their main characters, are lesbian. Mm-hmm black mm-hmm. and the other one is asian so you have two women of color mm-hmm. on a superhero show lesbian and true lesbian to the max and i love it i fucking love it yeah well not true lesbian because i mean i think nefessa williams and i i'm blanking out on homegirl's name i think both of the actresses are cis um are cis women but it's not like they force this lesbianness on us why did you look at me when oh, I said Oh, I was just confused by your statement of true lesbianism being linked to cis women. What I'm saying is like, it's not like a forced lesbian relationship. I got you. Okay. It's not like, oh my God, we got to do stuff that's lesbian. Right. According it's to just the writers. two characters in a romantic relationship who happen to be women. Who just happen yeah. to be women and women of color. And it's just like, it gives. I'm all about. Yeah. And I, I'm all about that. Hell yeah. Yes. I mean, so, but then you go to like, I guess, Catwoman. I never finished the season, but. There was a. TV show of Catwoman? Yes. Ruby Rose was the first. Batwoman. I mean, Batwoman. 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 Sorry. <laughs> Batwoman. I'll bust I never your chops finished. on comic books. Thank you. But, uh, Batwoman, Ruby Rose's character, of course, is uh, queer, is lesbian. And then the black girl that she got involved with kept her sexuality a secret. I don't know if they... I would... Not to vouch for the show, because I did not hear good things about it, but yes. I would be careful commenting about Batwoman before we do our research, specifically because... I'm commenting on what I've seen. No, no, I know, but I'm saying that because I don't know how it was handled in the comics, and they may have been adapting something very specific from the comic books and just adapted it badly. Again, I'm just telling you okay, sorry, what I saw on the screen <laughs> when right, I was sorry. watching the show. Anyways, I just thought it was very interesting of how they played off that relationship because it's like, I don't even know if they addressed the fact that this girl that Ruby Rose was involved with may or may not have been bisexual because she did end up being like 
engaged to a male counterpart. Mm. And there was like some underlining. But again, I never finished it. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like a toss off of the true bisexual potential. It's like you get a little bisexuality in a show and then they fuck it all up and say, well, she's got to go with a man. Oh, well, no, she's just got to go to the lesbian route. Well, even that's like, again, that's like that right there. That idea almost feeds into the problem with the bi invisibility thing, because like just culturally how we've been programmed by television that we've watched, we're assuming that if that character was dating Batwoman and then goes off with a man that she like the producers have gone the straight route, but unless she declares, no, that was a phase. I'm not actually into women. Then technically like there's no reason to assume that character isn't still bisexual, but because we've been programmed by media to assume that they're going to go that, that it's only a sensationalized phase then that we don't believe that they're actually bi. And that's what I'm saying. It's not really, acknowledged yeah you know even the I'm conversation to, needs to be carried on it does it does even like for years people were speculating in hip-hop is Nicki minaj bisexual because the way that she would talk about breasts and women and how she'd sign and lick boobs but she doesn't lick cootie cat like there was a whole big thing on that you know, if a woman is rapping about, you know, women and rapping about women's body parts and, you know, playing off on the lesbian feed, is she bisexual? Is she lesbian? What kind of audience is she playing off to? Why should it fucking matter? Yes, I would love to see a bisexual hip hop artist. I really would. I would like to see a legit bisexual. Actually, take that back because Kehlani technically is. And that was even controversial because she had a baby with a man who may or may not be gay or may or may not be queer. And she's Kehlani. Kehlani is, she plays both. I'm lost here, y'all. I don't know who Kehlani is. She's an R&B singer who's bomb as fuck. Cool. But anyways, it was a whole controversy. It was, it was a whole bunch of speculations like, okay, how is this girl getting pregnant and we've never seen her with a guy? And oh, the baby daddy that she's with is actually gay. So how the fuck does that happen? Mm. So... There was all that speculation, too. Like, should it matter if a bisexual a bisexual woman wants to get pregnant and we never saw her once with a man? Why should it fucking matter? Yeah. It shouldn't fucking matter. No. If you anything, the visibility just needs to be addressed that, hey, I'm bi. I had a baby. Boom. We're done. Yeah. And again, like y'all. It's a person's perspective. Again, well, we said this at the top of the show, you can't tell someone whether or not they're bisexual. Right. I've done that. I've, I've joked around to friends of mine. I'm like, okay, cool. You ate pussy, you're bi. <laughs> like, oh no. But yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just, I, oh, the oh no is teasing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but of course it's not. There's more levels to this shit. Okay. You eat, you eat a pussy once as a straight woman. You're not bi. Yeah, and honestly, like, there's there's a lot involved in that. Just, um, can you scroll up to the definition again? I just want to I want to address the wording specifically. Um, the wording in the definition says it speaks to the potential for, um, but not requirement involvement with more than one gender. That can't like. That is a when we say that's a person's perspective, like just because they've done things in the past doesn't mean that that's part of their current identity. Right. They can be straight. They can be in a monogamous straight relationship and may have one affair of, of like heated lesbian passion. Yeah. So you exactly. And you kind of need to accept like someone's what someone claims their identity is when it right. comes to this sort of thing. And it's not an on and off switch. Like, no, we don't turn the gay on and the lesbian off. Like it doesn't go that way. Or sorry, the straight on and the lesbian off. Well, I like, think if anything, it's more of a dimmer switch. <laughs> it really is. It's kind of like in, in the middle, depending upon, yeah. you know, it, who your relationship is, is a, with. It is a spectrum. It is a spectrum and it can change all the time. Like, yes, I find myself sometimes waking up a little bit more attracted to Dick than I am to pussy one day. That happens. Sometimes when I'm out and about, I might feel like, oh, this is a ladies only night. I'm with it. This might be a two for one special. I'm with it. <laughs> like, but I will always be bisexual because of the fact that I know that in my heart, in my mind, in my lady bits that, you know, tingle and, and 
secrete some nice lady juices. You know, I know what I like. I'm tired of telling, like, I'm tired of people saying like, oh, you don't know what the fuck you want. No, I know what I want. It's just not legal. I What? It's not legal. That was not clear. You what I want. Define, you got to clarify that one. Oh, my God, people. You mean like okay. marriage? marriage. Yes. Okay, marrying multiple people. Yeah, mar- not multiple, but at least like. <laughs> Stating it's not legal is real ambiguous. Yeah, I, it's, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you were trying to get at, but yes, I'm talking about marriage. If I were, people should know by now. If you follow Sapphire's airplane. Not everyone that, does, though, so we got to clarify. Say, so let me clarify for the people out there. I, Sapphire refuse to get married until I am legally allowed as a bisexual to have a man and a woman as my husband and my wife. Well, did you watch The Office? No, and we've had this conversation. I do not like The Office. I didn't watch The Office either. There's a reference, but I don't really know it that well. It's like there were two characters on it who claimed that they weren't going to get married until... They were straight, but they weren't going to get married until gay people had the right to get married. Oh, God. Basically until gay marriage was legalized. And then... The, I think it was it was thrown in as like an off joke, but either way, it was like a fact. And then it became a, like once gay marriage was legalized, it became like a, a meme. But um, I was just laughing at like the the uh, the modern version of that. where like, I'm not getting married until I can get married to both genders at yeah, the same until, time. Until bisexuality marriage is legal. Like, fuck, um, I'm not getting married. So stop mm, asking me Well, till poly till poly marriage is legal. OK, till poly marry if marriage is legal. I'm just saying by marriage is technically not illegal. OK, sorry. Poly marriage is legal. Um, but poly, yeah, poly marriage does open up a lot of would open up a lot of avenues for bisexual people who uh, want to live more openly. Yes. Not everyone buys poly. I'm just gonna clarify because people people make that assumption. They're not. Yeah, we've we've met people who are bi. I mean, we've met poly couples, straight couples. Yeah. I mean, I have yet to meet a trans poly couple. I've seriously, I know at least two. I I don't think I know anybody. Oh yeah, yeah. You know one. Wait, are we talking? Where both members are trans or one member? One or the, or both. I know two. Yeah, you'll have to tell me off air. Yep. Interesting. That I know? Did you point up as in like north of here? Yes. Yes. Oh. Oh my God, you're yeah, right. I don't know what that was. Holy fuck. <laughs> yes. Almost forgot about that. But yes, you know, not to go off the topic, it's just very interesting of how the media portrays bisexuality. I'm frustrated as a bisexual woman half the time because of the representation. And then when you add like, Black people in mm-hmm. bisexuality, oh, we are just not there at all. There's also an interesting stigma of, of, and I, I, I know we're wrapping up. But I wanted to point this out, and then I have some statistics I would like to read off. Um, but specifically, um, I know that at least there are, I know there are at least a few people that I, I know who identify as straight, um, and even though they are not 100% straight, they would identify as heteroflexible. Or some such, and it, that's not a matter of these. That's not necessarily a matter of the stigma applied to them by the queer community, but rather the opposite, where they have tremendous respect for the struggles that the LGBT community have gone through, and don't feel like their, you know, slight leanings into queer cult, into queer culture, queer behavior, um, justifies they're identifying as bisexual. And so they don't, they identify as straight, even though they're not 100% there because they're trying in the, just from the culture they grew up in to not, uh, they don't want to feel like they're taking attention away from the people who have fought so hard for their rights. Well said. Um, can I read some stats? I know you want to wrap up. Um, uh, I've looked up some from, so from the same, uh, post that gave sorry mike talk to the mic so from the same post that gave uh us that initial report which we will give you guys a link to in the bio yes is that how we're doing it in the description of this episode in the description of this episode we'll give you guys the report um but uh from that same post that gave us that report um i i found two uh, studies from yougov.co which is a british uh survey company 
that uh, says one in two people that they reported, uh, one in two people that they interviewed are not heterosexual. Interesting. 100%, which okay. implies that fi- over 50% of folks identify as either queer or bi. And this is a British study? Mm-hmm. So not American study. No, okay. this was a British study on British people, but they did one on Americans. Okay. Which I have too. Um, which was that a uh, under 30s, over 30% of people identify as not heterosexual, which is, um, and there's more in, in the report because again, it's from yougov.co.uk or yougov.com. Sorry, did, they are owned by both. Um, so you guys can look up the studies yourself, but it's an interesting report on actually like how bisexuality or, or sorry, how people who identify as bisexual, when you actually start looking through it and unveiling the invisibility actually make up a majority of the people on the planet. Oh yeah. There are more bisexuals in this world than we may think people. Exactly. Which is actually what sparked this subject, this discussion and why I wanted to do an episode on this today. And now we did. Yes. Well, scholars, that's all we have for now. But of course you can follow us on Instagram at F dot U dot N I V E R S I T Y on Instagram. Yes. Uh, university fuck on Twitter. Yes. And what's our email? Our email is f.university.mailroom at gmail.com. And we are still happily taking, you know, scholars' questions, suggestions. We might toss it in and might be part of our new lecture series. We have a good and exciting episode for you next week. Um, It's a little secret because... Is it a secret? I mean... You can make it a secret. Our our headmasters our headmaster is going to do something special for you. Yes. And then after that, we do have an interview coming on We've, the 20th. Yes. Very exciting. Very excited to have Safe Slut with us. At Safe Slut, look her up right now. Get acquainted with her because she's coming on the show Woo-hoo. in just two weeks. So, <laughs> of course, keep in touch. Be smart. Be safe. Be safe. Until next time. 